I'm Grigori Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki. And we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply-creative-people. Or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel, by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation. The file you are about to hear has been thoroughly scrutinized by the Ethics Committee and approved by the O5 Council for release to trusted associates of the Foundation. This is SCP Unredacted. Mount Kosbuk, Georgian Soviet Socialist Republic. Sunday, 25 December 1988. 1545 hours local. Harper found SCP-1440 seated cross-legged on a flat rock, a worn set of playing cards arrayed before it. The old man from nowhere, as SCP-1440 was informally called in the folklore surrounding him, was a tired-looking old man with sad eyes, a deeply lined face, and a bristly silver beard. He wore the simple attire of a peasant with a thick but fraying wool coat and a fur cap. His breath froze in his whiskers, conjuring up an image of Grandfather Frost in Harper's mind. Good day, Grandfather, Harper said in Russian. May I join you? The old man looked up. Good day. I have nothing to offer but hard, cold rock to sit on. But if you wish to join me, you're welcome, he said in the same language. Harper couldn't quite place the accent. Though I suggest you may not wish to keep my company for long because of three brothers, Harper said. Indeed, the old man said, eyeing him shrewdly. Have we met before, my son? No, grandfather, never before. Though I have heard tales of you, Harper said, gesturing at the cards he asked. What is this you play? Oh, merely a game to pass time before I must continue on journey, the old man explained. It is called Grandfather's Clock, I imagine, however, you did not seek me out in this lonely spot merely to discuss card game. Harper nodded. This is true, Grandfather. I am member of Foundation. Again you seek me out. After pestilence and destruction that followed me to you, the old man asked sadly. You failed to kill me when I came to you before, and you tempted me with cure for my condition. You cannot cure man who is cursed by three brothers of death themselves. Forgive me, Grandfather, Harper interrupted. But who mentioned cure? I merely wish to ask you questions. So you know nothing of woman, the old man said, frowning. Harper asked, what woman? Young, pretty thing, the old man replied, staring into memory. Dark hair with face like hawk and eyes like wolf. She came to me not a week ago, offering me cure for my condition if I went with her to city. I declined, 
I must bear this curse, but I do not wish it upon mankind. What happened next? Harper asked. She went away, the old man said wistfully, like everyone always goes away. A tear ran down his cheek and disappeared into his beard. I cannot stay long, Harper said, but I think I can stay long enough that we might eat and drink together, grandfather. A weary smile lifted the corners of the old man's mustache as Harper produced a bottle of vodka, some sliced roast beef, and a small handful of candies from his bag. And so, the two sat and ate and spoke of random things in the cold mountain air of the Caucasus for nearly an hour before Harper took his leave to return to Strelnikov and the jeep. O511's personal vacation cabin, Maine. Sunday, 25 December 1988. 06.59 hours local. The Foundation's 11th overseer was a portly African-American in his 70s. He had worked his way up through the Foundation's Temporal Sciences Department before eventually being promoted to overseer. Like all of the overseers, Eleven had been paying close attention to the counterintelligence investigation that Seven had been directing. Always known for his carefully thought-out opinion, Eleven was one of the swing votes on the O5 Council, mediating between the faction that wanted to pursue caution aware of the dangers of a counterintelligence fishing expedition that could turn into a witch hunt, and the faction that wanted to aggressively dismantle what could be one of the most major conspiracies in Foundation history. Eleven had kept his comments to himself during the several emergency meetings that had occurred in the past week, in no small part because he himself was unsure of what course to pursue. He was out of his element with all the cloak-and-dagger Hall of Mirrors shit. No, he preferred dealing with simple scientific problems, like how to keep the Foundation's several dozen space-time-altering objects from causing a cascading, reality-destroying paradox. Eleven had never been particularly good at remembering his medication, especially when he was under stress. His doctor had complained about his high blood pressure, and as usual, Eleven had paid lip service by taking the prescribed medication when he remembered. The combination of age, high blood pressure, stress, and a family history of heart disease meant that the elderly gentleman would never awaken this Christmas morning, having expired of a heart attack in his sleep. At precisely 0700 hours, Eleven's bodyguard entered his room to wake his principal. When Eleven failed to rouse, the bodyguard checked for a pulse and then issued a code red over his radio to the security staff in attendance. The Foundation had lost a second overseer in less than a week. O511 is dead. That was not part of the plan, but it may yet be useful. Is the operation in Oman complete? Yes. Our forces left one survivor. He's not one of ours, but he will be suspected. And what is the creature? Our experts believe we have what we need. It will only be a matter of time. Good. Move the timetable forward. Beslan Airport, Vladikavkaz, Georgian Soviet Socialist Republic. Sunday, 25 December 1988. 
1,800 hours local. Harper was about to board his flight to Bonn when Captain Gagarin ran up to him, holding an envelope. This just came in secure from command, Gagarin panted. Harper thanked him and tore it open. It was a message from 057. To Harper, from 057. Message follows. 0511 dead. Suspect conspirator involvement. RS-29 overrun by forces unknown. Dr. Ford only survivor. Suspect Ford is traitor. In transit to Command 02 for questioning. Recommend immediate return to Command 02 for consultations. End message. I guess I'm going to Washington, Harper thought, pocketing the message. Comrade Gagarin, please call ahead to Bond to arrange for a connecting flight to Washington, D.C., he said. Gagarin saluted smartly and set off. The plot thickens, Harper thought. The game's afoot. Follow your spirit and upon this charge, cry, God for Harry, England, and St. George. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, join my Discord community, hire me on Fiverr, or help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. Regardless of tier, all patrons get early access to every single episode. The links are in the description. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible, so credit to the original author. Their link's in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki, upvote their work, and maybe write a skip of your own. Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know if you never try. The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons ShareLite 3.0, and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording being derived from this content is hereby also released under Creative Commons ShareLike 3.0. I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly.